0: Welcome to the Ron Keel Podcast. I'm your host, the Metal Cowboy. This show is built upon exclusive interviews with celebrities, authors, and entertainment industry insiders. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, hit the like buttons, and give the show a five-star rating. It really does help. Find me online at ronkeel.com and enjoy the show. Access granted. The boy is bound to get dirty when he's playing cowboy.
1: Ron? Hello, Ronnie. You ready for this? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Man, fantastic. Great to hear your voice, man. Uh, Great to hear your voice on the phone and on this fantastic new album,
1: dude. (laughs) Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Hey, man, I should should say hi from Chris, you know, who produced the album, Chris Laney. I I know you've met him before on one of these cruises. So you know the guy, the Swedish guy from Stockholm, yeah? You I know, know
0: man, and that guy yeah, is yeah. absolutely badass. Please tell him that I said hello and congratulations on uh, on this producing and playing on this great I, new record as well.
1: I will. I will, Ron. For sure. Absolutely.
0: Before we start, Ronnie, can I get a, a liner from you? This is Ronnie Atkins, yeah, sure. and I'm on yeah. the streets of rock and roll with Ron Keel.
1: Okay. Sure. All right. Ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Ronnie Atkins, and I'm on the streets of rock and roll with Ron Keel.
0: Can I get one more? Your level's a little low. I'm going to jack it up just a touch, please. Sorry, man. Uh, Okay, okay. I'm on the streets of rock and
1: roll. Yeah, okay. Hi, I'm Ronnie Atkins, and I'm on the streets of rock and roll with Ron Keel.
0: That is One Shot, the title track from the new solo album by Pretty Maid's vocalist, Ronnie Atkins, released worldwide this week on Frontiers Records. And I'm joined right now by the man behind that great music, Ronnie Atkins. Welcome to the show, Ronnie. Nice to talk to you. Thank you,
1: Ron. Thank you, Ron. Nice to be here
0: man we had we had some pretty good times back in the day. I'm not sure you remember when Keel and Pretty Maids got to hang out a few times during the future world era. you remember that?
1: that's yeah I do actually they're late, right?
0: Yeah we didn't I do it. yeah we didn't do you, any you shows did, um, together but but we did some oh, drinking. Oh, I recall doing some drinking together.
1: I, I can't recall that. It must have been some heavy drinking then. I'm yeah. not, I actually can. I remember you guys were actually, I do remember very well. We stayed at Jimmy Waldo's place in LA and we hung ha- out with you guys. You were in the recording. Uh, and we dropped by and we were with those, um, what they called, Rough Cut guys as well. That's uh,
0: right. Yeah. It's wow, good fun cool. man. And we, we finally did come together on the same bill on the 2018 Monsters of Rock cruise.
1: Two, yeah. I remember that one.
0: Yeah, What a great time, man. And congratulations, first of all, congratulations on the release of your solo album, One Shot. I have really enjoyed listening to it time and over and over again, preparing for this interview. And I'll be listening to it for a long time to come, man. What a fantastic album.
1: Thanks a lot, man. Thanks. Happy to hear that. Uh, it, yeah, it, 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 I'm, I'm very, very happy about the result, and i really, I think it rocks, you know, it's not as, as heavy, it's not as metal as what I do with Pretty Mate, but uh, more like a melodic rock album, I'd say, you know.
0: Yeah, a melodic but, uh, rock album, and you said it really well in the press release, a uh, good song is a good song, it just depends on how it's packaged, and you packaged these perfectly. hmm Thank you. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, but you know how it
1: is. I mean, if you do a good, you know, yeah, as I said, a good song is a good song, you know, and it depends on how you rev it up. And we just decided when we started out doing this, that let's uh, make it sound so it's some kind of suitable for.
0: Uh Oh, I lost you. I lost him. Call him back.
1: What went wrong here?
0: Oh, it's it's all good, man. Modern technology. I lost you for a moment, but uh, <laughs> you know, we were just obviously discussing this new album, and this is more than yeah. music, Ronnie. This is more than music business. This one's personal. Tell me and everyone listening why this album is so special and so important to you.
1: Well, it, well, it's it's special because it's been done under different and and pretty difficult circumstances. I'd say, you know, because I mean. I did it because basically because I wanted to focus on something positive because I was told I, you know, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer uh, in March last last year, just when the lockdown happened, you know, and uh, that was kind of my way to you know to focus on something positive. I had all these songs and ideas and and you know focus on something good and then try to. You know, put the bad aside, and uh, so that was some kind of a musical therapy, therapy for me doing this album, and um, and I'm happy I did. Absolutely, so it was definitely a def- definitely a different different situation, of course yeah, it
0: was. And and I cannot mm. imagine. Um, you know, we battled cancer in my family as well, but like you said, mm. one year ago you were diagnosed with stage four cancer and told it was incurable and obviously decided that music was the best medicine dove into the process of, of completing this album. How are you feeling now?
1: Well, I'm now, now it's a year on actually, you know, more or less. Well, it is a year on, uh, and, uh, and I feel good, you know. I'm I'm getting. Uh, I've been been going through some treatments when it when it, it you know nice. it spread from my lungs to my to my bones, you know, to one of my ribs actually. Nice. I had some stere- st- stereotactic uh, radiation therapy, pretty heavy, you know, which also I caused some permanent uh, nerve damage. But um, it is what it is, you know. But I, but I feel good. I mean, I'm, I'm in good hands, and, and I've had immune therapy now for a year. I Can have it another year. Uh, I mean, there's no guarantees, but uh, I'm, I'm in in life prolonging treatment, as they say, you know. And but I'm I'm you know, I mean, I, f- I feel good these days, and I've been I've felt good for for quite a while actually. So. Uh, I'm okay. That's I mean I mean it it's it's there in the subconscious subconsciousness all the time, of course, you know, twenty four seven, you know. Um but I, I can't do it. It is what it is, you know. I just gotta get the best out of life, man, and that's that's what I'm aiming for.
0: I really am impressed by how positive you are. If you follow uh, this guy on Facebook at Ronnie Atkins Official. You will see nothing but smiles, good news, positive energy. And that's, uh, that's all over this new album as well, especially in the vocal tracks. And as a fellow vocalist, Ronnie, I was fascinated to learn about your approach on this album. Usually the vocals are done last. After all, the music is finished. And then we lay down the vocal tracks. You obviously felt a sense of urgency about this one and recorded all the vocals first. Man, talk about that process
1: yeah I was because I mean I, I didn't really literally they didn't say you have like three months to live or so six months to live, they said, we, we don't know how long time you have, you know you, uh, we hope you have years, but we can't guarantee anything, so I was like, I was in a kind of a panic mode at the time being, you know so so what we did was that, we finished I finished up the songs, I sent my ideas up to Chris Laney in Stockholm, and he did like a demo of it, sent it back to me and I did the vocals, so I've you know, and then we did all the, the real instrumentation afterwards in fact, you know, the very last thing that was done on this album, I think, was the drums and wow. um, so it was totally surreal to me you know because we always used to go in you know i so said you just set yourself and do the pre-production and and the vocals are normally the last thing we did you know so it's uh, yeah totally weird and and uh, i felt like i was raising with time and like had a gun against my head i just wanted to get it done yeah. to finish my part finish my part you know and and now a year after it, it, it can seem a little dramatic you know but that's that's how i felt And the same thing goes for, you know, for the lyrics on on this album. That's how I felt at the time being, as I did them and stuff like that, you
0: know. And there's some Um, great messages, great messages in these lyrics about staying strong and being positive and taking that one shot. If you've only got one shot, man, you hit the target right in the center. And that's the way it should be anyway. You're the lead singer, right? Everything else should be built around the vocal tracks. I think I'm going to try that approach on my next album because it certainly worked for you. Well, it, it did, yeah.
1: Coincidentally, <laughs> I mean, I, I really had no other choice. You know, I, I really, seriously, was, I, I, when I wasn't sure, to be totally honest, I wasn't sure a year ago that I would live to see the album coming out. Actually, yeah. uh, to be honestly, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy I did, and I hope there'll be a second shot. You know, I Absolutely. mean, uh, that, 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 that's all I can do right now. You can't tour, you can't do anything, and uh, as long as I'm in good health, I'll keep writing. And hopefully, start recording some stuff again. But Good let's news.
0: see. Good news. Your voice sounds incredible on these tracks, man. It sounds young, it sounds strong, and dare I say it, your voice sounds healthy. How much of that is the power of your heart, mind, and spirit fighting through But you had to be uh, scared and uh, obviously in some pain at the same time?
1: Well, well, it's all heart and spirit, and like, I think. No, I mean, actually, for, for three months last year, you know, in, in, like from. Uh, from January, because of the thirty-three radiation therapies I had in December uh, and partly January, and I went to chemo and all that stuff. But my long, my my, my uh, long tissue were totally damaged. You know, so every time, every time I started singing, even though I was sitting by the piano or writing with the guitar, but singing the low keys and stuff. But as soon as I put on the afterburner, you know, and uh, make it sound heavy, you know, and stuff, I started coughing. So I literally could not sing until some time in April, I discovered I I was participating on a track with this uh, project called at the movies that Chris Laney has. uh, And, and um, so I was singing we don't need another hero, you know, for the old Mad Max. uh, song. And that's when I discovered that I could still that the pipes were still working, you know, and I, I could I could still pull it off. So uh, and that's when I decided, so let, let's go for this album. let's let's go do it. So I was actually a long time I was scared I would never be able to sing again, not properly again, you know, but. Um, I did. So I don't know what I've done. I mean, I, I was scared enough when I knew I was going. Uh, they removed twenty percent of my lung capacity. Took the the upper of my lung away, you know, in the surgery to begin with. So I, I was really, uh, I was so scared I'd never be able to to sing again. But um, I was even more scared of dying. I guess. You know? wow. but, uh, but you know, it it, it all ended uh, reasonably good. You know, so I'm I'm happy. But I wasn't too sure. But, uh, but I'm that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm happy about the result. And uh, my voice really came back, you
0: know. So. You should be. Yeah, that's the vocal good. sound and the tone and the delivery is absolutely incredible. Now, Ronnie, this, this may be a sensitive topic. And if you're not comfortable discussing it, I'll edit this question and response out of the interview before I broadcast it. So that's totally up to you. And I'm not looking for any mm. dirt, man, but I'm also a rock singer, as you know, and I'm older than you are. And I've been smoking cigarettes since I was a teenager. I won't go into the studio to cut a vocal unless I've had a couple of cigarettes before the session. After a diagnosis like yours, did you quit smoking before these sessions and if so, how did you handle that?
1: I actually I quit. Hey, listen up. I've been well, I've been smoking since I was 10 years old, you know. I think in my class in school, we were the 30 people, about 25 people were smoking back then. I mean, yeah. So, so 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 I've been smoking all my life, you know, and I had my share of alcohol too, you know. So I mean, I've I've been inviting myself, you know, for this shitty situation I ended up in, I guess. But I mean, th- that said, I don't regret a thing because I had a great life. But um, no, I quit smoking in in uh, New Year's Eve, two thousand and seventeen, actually. Then I was vape- vaping for a while, but um, I actually quit smoking. But i I got to say, I still miss smoking. Not that I'll ever start doing it again, because I would be a complete jerk if I did. Yeah, absolutely. um, Fascinating,
0: man. For me, it's fascinating because uh, did you have to retrain yourself after you quit smoking and continued singing and touring with Pretty Maids and doing that great record last year? uh, How was that adjustment to being a non-smoker and uh, singing rock for the first time as a non-smoker?
1: Well, I had—I had, a, I had a, to tell you the truth. I had a lot of trouble in—in in, from when I stopped smoking on New Eve two thousand and seventeen, and actually something like six or seven months after that. I was struggling with my voice because I was coughing a lot. You know, you have to get all the shit out of your system, yeah. and and uh, and I really, uh, I, my voice was really weak at a, at a certain point. But it got back, you know, during the summer of 2018, and and the fall of 2018, we started touring again and stuff like that. So, so but I had to, I struggled actually for quite a while. And uh, and the thing is that when when all this happened in 2019, I was on top of my game. I just did a tour with Avatasha, like a twelve-week world tour with mm-hmm. Avatasha, We took us to Australia, America, South America, Europe, and and I was on top of my game. And then this happened, you know. So it was just like, uh, yeah, horrible.
0: Wow, that's very commendable. Good for you. It is it's okay for me to leave that response in the interview? Um, absolutely,
1: absolutely. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, sure. man.
0: And you also. During this entire process with one shot, you had to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic at the same time you were immersed in these recording sessions. So was your your good friend, bandmate, producer that we've mentioned a couple of times, Chris Laney, was he there with you or was a lot of this done on the Internet via remote control?
1: It was. It was done. I mean, I, I basically, I'm an idiot when it comes to <laughs> technique and pro tools and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm old school, man. Totally old school. I, I should get myself. I should get into it. Uh, but I mean, no. So what I did, I, shall, I had all my ideas and I recorded all my ideas on my iPhone. Or in the old days, I had a dictaphone in every room, you know, when I had yeah. an idea, you know. So I just, I just kind of glued these things together and I, I basically sent it to Chris. And we didn't see each other until we did the drums. So it was, um, he came down, and that was when they opened up a bit here in Denmark. He came down, and we did the drums in two or three days uh, with Alan Turns and the drummer, and, uh, and that was it. Well, it was the first time we saw each other. And at that time being, all the songs were actually more or less recorded and written, you know, like. Um, yeah, they, they were, because you did the drum for all the tracks. Wow. So uh, it, it was weird. I mean, that's what I said. It was totally upside down on how it normally yeah, is, Yeah, right? as you
0: mentioned, being a non-tech guy, and I'm the same guy, man. I don't do the Pro Tools thing, Ronnie. I, I do record no. at home, but uh, were you recording by yourself, alone at home, when you cut these vocal tracks? no no I did I
1: did the vocals in the studio actually okay. you know because I, I did, it, did them with Jacob Hansen who makes the album I mean I've done everything with him more or less actually more or less everything the last 10-11 years so uh, he's familiar with me he knows how far he can take me and we work great together you know it take me like Two hours and then then uh, I'm out of patience, you know. So I gotta yeah. get my stuff done in around two hours. And that, that includes harmonies and everything, you know. That's the way I work always, you know. But also I'm I'm pretty prepared when I come, you
0: know. Yeah, so, it sounds like yeah. it, man. That's a great approach. Yeah. And uh certainly the results speak for themselves. And I'm speaking with Ronnie Atkins, known for his work with Pretty Maids, and now as a solo artist, the link you need to buy and stream the new album, one shot, is write this down if you would. O R C D dot C O slash one shot i'll repeat that o r c d dot c o slash one shot there's uh, all the links to the spotify and and uh, to pre pre-order the record but you can order the album once this interview is on the air i think the album will be on the streets if you didn't write that down and it's too much to remember just follow on facebook at ronnie atkins official or enter the name ronnie atkins into any search engine now ronnie i know right now I know how this is, this process. Once the album is is done and you're caught up in the promotional storm, shooting and releasing video clips and doing a ton of media interviews like this one. And those video clips are really cool, by the way. One shot and the new one, real great song. Uh, Had 100,000 views the first day. So what a great response. I'm sure that makes you feel good. And I hope you're enjoying the celebration of your life and your music.
1: Absolutely I mean what I would have loved Was if I could celebrate it With the guys who plays On the album actually You know But we we separated We're going to do a TV show On Friday But I can't get my It's it's got to be a plan B Because I can't get my musicians Most of the uh, musicians Are Swedish right Yeah It's totally surreal You know But it's a good spot It's morning TV And I have to do it So we'll Bring two acoustic guitars or something like that, you know. Um, awesome. And, and where can we where uh, yeah. can we
0: send people to watch that? We got to see that. Uh,
1: well, it, it's on Danish national TV. I don't I don't I don't I don't know what the links are. All right. Well, hopefully. Too,
0: but it, uh, hopefully, they'll share some of that on YouTube for all of us to enjoy that performance. Likely. And uh, probably. It, is there any one song? Obviously, every song on this album is is really deep and personal, and has a lot of meaning for you. Is there one song that uh, really stands out as something that you're extra proud of?
1: I, I got to say, the title track "One Shot" is is probably some of the best stuff I've ever done. I know it's it's kind of a semi-ballad thing, you know, but but I, I, I'm really. I'm really proud of that song. I mean that uh, that that means something special to me. It also has a good message, you know. It does. So that's pro- that's probably my favorite on the album. I don't know. I mean, I like I like them all. Actually, I think it's eleven good songs. But of course, I know that's
0: a tough question, man. You're trying to pick between mm. all your children that you love equally. I get it, and exactly. you are <laughs> that's it. obviously eleven little babies. Yeah, eleven you love them babies. all, and you should, man. It, it's uh, there, there's not a not a, 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 a every song on this record is a standout track, and I know that you are a guy who really is at home on stage and your love of performing uh, is is quite obvious the next question is now that we we seem to, to have a new lease on life so to speak and you're contemplating second shot and uh, is there any way to predict what the touring or performing future might be for you and or pretty maids or uh, i know you'd love to sing these songs live
1: I, I don't have any plans at all, actually, because b- partly because of the, um, uh, the Corona situation, the COVID-19 situation. And second, because of my own health. You know, I mean, if I feel like I do right now, I'm ready to go on stage. You know, I mean, but but I... But I can It's it's hard for me to plan like nine months ahead yeah. because I don't. I even have to ask permission from from the insurance company to travel out of the country because, uh, yeah, for for insurance reasons, of course. That's if true. I get sick or something, uh, I have to pay my own way of hospital and pay my flight back home and stuff like that. You know, there's so many things that are so much more uh, challenging now, so to speak. You know, but but let me let me put it this way whether we, it'll be Pretty mates or whatever it will. But my biggest dream right now, or big dream is to go, hopefully go back on stage in some constellation. And uh, when that'll be, I don't know. I hope it'll be, I hope that for the whole rock and roll community, for all the fans out there. I mean, we miss rock and roll live concerts so much, you know, all over the world. And it can only go too slow.
0: That's right, and you uh, if I know anything about you, you you will set that goal and stay positive until you reach it this uh, your attitude, this new album, both very inspiring and very much appreciated. you have created a masterpiece and shown us all the power of making positive choices and uh, thank you and our hearts and prayers are with you.
1: Thank you thanks, Ron. thank you.
0: Hey, this is Ron Keel from the Ron Keel Band, Steeler and Keel. And you got it. The right to shop at the coolest stores on the planet. Specializing in all things 70s, 80s, and 90s. Retroactive and Retroactive Part 2 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And online at shopretroactive.com. And I'll be there with you to celebrate Retroactive's Sweet Sixteen Anniversary Celebration on Saturday, July 31st. That's right, the Metal Cowboy live in-store at Retroactive. I'm going to play some music, take some photos, sign some autographs, basically shop all night and party all day. Music, movies, memorabilia, and more. Retroactive and Retroactive Part 2 have it all. Once again, I'm Ron Keel, and I can't wait to see you at Retroactive Saturday, July 31st. Visit shopretroactive.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Ron Keel podcast. As always, it's a blast, a pleasure, an honor, and a thrill. Thanks for letting me entertain you. Find the metal cowboy online at RonKeel.com.